0: Our scripture for t- from today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verses 1-16, through 16, and it reads, This is the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, Judah the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar, Perez the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Am- Amadibob, the father of Nashon Nashon the father of Solomon Solomon was the father of Boaz whose mother was Rahab Boaz the father of Obed whose mother was Ruth Obed was the father of Jesse and Jesse the father of King David David was the father of Solomon whose mother had been Uriah's wife Solomon the mother of Rehoboam Rehoboam the father of Abijah Abijah the father of Asa Asa, the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat, the father of Jehoram, Jehoram, the father of Uzziah, Uzziah, the father of Jotham, Jotham, the father of Ahaz, Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah, the father of Manasseh, Amon, the father of Josiah, and Josiah, the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the exile to Babylon. After the exile to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shaltiel, Shaltiel, the father of Zerubbabel. So Rubabel, the father of Abihid, Abihid, the father of El-Khiyam, the father of Azor, Azor, the father of Zadok, Zadok, the father of Akim, Akim the father of Elihid, Elihid, the father of Elazar, Eleazar, the father of Methan, Methan, the father of Jacob, and Jacob, the father of Joseph, was the mother of Mary, and Mary was the mother of Jesus, who was called the Messiah. Will you please <laughs> join me in prayer? Heavenly Father we read this and I think a lot of times we think why was this included and what purpose does it have to be in this book and we look at it and a long time ago you made a promise to Abraham and that a great nation and many blessings would come of his children and this list of names shows going from Abraham to Jesus and it shows this promise of yours being fulfilled and I pray that as Pastor Mike comes up here and he starts preaching that he can focus on your promise and that you will guide him and that he will will glorify you and show your faithfulness and how you've been faithful from the beginning from that promise of Abraham. In your name we pray, amen.
1: So, you know, he's just a handsome young guy, guy, talented athlete and all that, but how many of you are grateful you're not Caden right now? yeah give my hand, yeah, you know we we've, we've got a professional church staff, and we give the youth the twenty eight names to read, right? <laughs> Seven of which are in our language, so there you go. well done, a um, little moment of uh, congregational privilege here. <clears throat> as we gather up this morning, um, there's still a lot of people in America's South they're aching and hurting from their uh, recent storms, and um, during the week, I kept thinking. Somebody in our congregation is from down there, and sure enough, Adam Britton, that is one of our three um, uh, typical our tech directors for our Sunday morning service, that that uh, works back there in the tech booth, is from Mayfield, Kentucky, where he is now um, helping the Church of Christ, which is one of the mission teams down there, uh, assess damages and whatnot. So be praying for Adam and all those folks uh, down there. As I begin my talk, I want to specifically welcome the church online. Um, Those of you that gather with us every week and that that gather here um, I want to share with you something that we have done for the church online Um, We keep track because we bought a certain program that will tell us that people have actually watched the whole service They don't cut out pastor Mike halfway through or something like that And so week to week throughout the whole pandemic, we've actually had more people worshiping with us in the one seat that is the camera uh, than are here uh, on a weekly average, and we 're grateful for you and so so happy that you 're part of our church and so um, we 've done some supplemental lighting in the last week. Uh, we still have a couple of things to tune it, but if you notice when the children were up here, it was a lot brighter over there because uh, you could see them and um, we 've added some new cameras so right now i 'm looking at the manual camera now if you 're online you 'll see this here it 's just going to be the same now let 's go to camera one, Taylor. And um camera one, see all the wrinkles now? And that you couldn't see that? It used to be a little foggy. And now I'm gonna turn to camera three over here. So camera three, it's good to see you. So now we can cover our we could before cover our whole sanctuary with cameras and the the two remote cameras and the manned camera or the person camera. Uh, but it's really exciting now to have cameras that are um let's go with Lexus quality now. So um you you uh, we're really happy and we're glad that those of you that worship from time to time with us online are worshiping with us. You did hear the announcements about Christmas Eve. COVID is still a thing, and it's going to be for a while, so make sure uh, that you um, advocate for your own safety. We're very comfortable with people that wear masks. Uh, We're very comfortable uh, that you come and and, and care for your own uh, safety, so so seriously, um, we're happy to have you. Understand if you need to worship with us online, but we certainly invite you to be part of our Christmas celebration. Unlike last year, though, if you're worshiping with us online, you have to provide your own candles, okay? So today, Fourth Sunday of Advent, very simplistic gospel Christmas message that goes like this. Our family Christmas cards only include the magnificent and majestic of our family. How about yours? Well, take a look. I want to show you my Christmas card this year there's my christmas card oh that's the appropriate answer oh so that's the picture we sent out now i will tell you that when we sent that picture out um we we gave some highlights of course we told we we talked about how exciting the, the older gentleman in the middle was to to have a family like that and and how the beautiful mother Teresa enjoyed having those grandkids when they got to live with us for a month and then we talked about the gentleman on the far left that's uncle fun kirby we call him uncle fun Uh, because the little boys love playing with kirby jumping on him and all that kind of stuff and then we have uh, lisa who they call tia which means aunt in spanish and so tia is their favorite aunt of course according to us and then of course you have the important parents of those two children which we love very much and of course the little boys and we told all kinds of glowing things that's happening in each of those lives, or a few things. But, it, but if, you, if you saw our Christmas card, and maybe you got it, or maybe you're just seeing it now, what I'll tell you this was, according to us, according to what we sent out, 2021 was perfect. Nothing messy of note was mentioned in our Christmas card. Nothing. There was no mention of the fact that a couple of months ago, Driving through Strawberry Point, I got a hundred-dollar speeding ticket <laughs> from a camera. Are you people in Strawberry Point, Clayton i didn't even know you had cameras yet. Hundred bucks for going forty miles an hour. I didn't mention that in my Christmas card. Now I have put it on the internet. There was no mention of the fact that on July 4th, when we got back from the fireworks, you know, the drain that's underneath your basement floor, no big deal. You know, your humidifier, your air conditioner drains into there. We didn't mention that that had backed up a little bit. No big deal. Usually not much water goes down there unless one of the hoses from your, house, your soft water heater breaks off. So our, our, our July 4th, I didn't mention this in the Christmas card, was vacuuming water and getting fans from the church. We were up till 12 o'clock, which is late for me, by the way. Okay, just so you know. Kids were fine with it. You know what else we didn't mention in our Christmas card? We, we never even mentioned that both Teresa and I had colonoscopies this year. <laughs> we know how to party, don't we? And, and we didn't even bring up on that picture you saw. The, the ache that we have, we understand it because we want our young people to enjoy their lives. And But we didn't mention the ache that we have. There are grandchildren live in South Korea and we haven't seen them since July 11th. We don't bring that stuff up. Does your family Christmas card include only the magnificent and majestic of your family? Here Here's a typical Marian Methodist family. Take a look at this. See, you get a Christmas card like that And these, all the matching jammies and how fun it is. And if you get a, and you get cards like this, don't you? And if you get a card from one of your friends like that, you're like, oh man, they got perfect careers. According to them, they had perfect uh, vacations. They've got the perfect home. They obviously have the perfect jammies. Their children are apparently prodigies in mathematics and music and academics and athletics. And according to this, 2021 was perfect there's nothing messy of note to share with you there's no mention of the fact that during a certain part of the year because of the global pandemic and our works and being around so much each other so much that one of us moved down the hall to another bedroom for two or three months there's no mention in in our christmas cards about that that alcoholic or addicted sister or brother-in-law who's consistently asking for cash and calling us in the middle of the night or posting stuff on Facebook that really hurts our soul. We didn't mention that. We didn't mention any of the real world, real issue, real life messiness of our lives. And we know, we know that our Christmas card and social media posts put a positive spin that isn't fully transparent to our lives. Our reality is never as magnificent or as majestic as we hope to project. There are messes in our lives. There are real issues in our lives. And frankly, at Christmas and every other time, they are very real. And we need help. And it's to the the messy, real world that Jesus the Messiah was born god's christmas card the gospel includes the majestic the magnificent and the messy of his family it does include the magnificent lineage of kingdom promises and blessings to all nations i mean right off the bat there you have father abraham we all know the song father abraham had many children jacob isaac all those he was the father of blessing and promise god told him that there's going to be as many of your descendants as there are stars in the sky as many as there are sands on the seashore on the seashore you're the you're the person of blessing Abraham and then of course there's the story right in there you find King David you know he's the one that picked up first of all he's anointed as king as a boy he's the one that picked up the stone and flung it right through Goliath of Gath's head he's the one that that was anointed and he's the king after which all future kings yearn to be like And there is Solomon right in that genealogy that that Caden read a few moments ago, who is the builder of the great magnificent temple, first temple in Jerusalem. And all the royal line of kings is laid out right there in that genealogy. And, and hear this, this is really important. Unlike our professionally posed, filter-enhanced photos and our sanitized news of our families for the year, God's word is completely transparent because not only is the lineage of promise and blessing there, the message lineage that corrupts the kingdom is in there too. You see, the genealogy of Jesus would not likely make our Christmas letter. It's too messy. It's got saints. It's got sinners though too. And the genealogy of Jesus is not that impressive. It's a messy real world real life real issue told in fact in fact i gotta tell you this if if the genealogy that caden just read was put into movie form it'd be rated pg-13 it would and and i'll tell you why i talked to you about the kings but guess what a lot of those kings were messy too a couple of them broke up the kingdom which was not supposed to happen in god's plan A couple of them were were 'er ne'er-do-wells. They kind of ruined the kingdom. And then, get this. It's completely unusual, the genealogy that is, in that in addition to Mary, the mother of Jesus, it includes four women. And, get this, the commonalities of these three women, questionable sexual behavior, and none of them are Jews. They're all Gentiles. First, you have Tamar. She's the first one mentioned. Now, Tamar is married her husband dies and according to custom because as soon as your husband dies in ancient israel you've lost your security you've lost your long-term plan and as soon as her husband dies according to customs one of his brothers is to marry her to provide her a future and find this in genesis I'm not making it up i'd never make up a story like this so onan marries her but he dies also then now, now that he's lost his second son her father-in-law, Tamar's father-in-law, Judah, is reluctant to give her, a, give her a third, even though he has one. But this third boy is, is just an adolescent, so he says to Tamar, I'll give him to you when he gets old enough. But he doesn't. So Tamar takes matters in her own hands. She feigns being the temple prostitute, and Judah herself, himself, not recognizing her, impregnates her. And then Jude, she, she calls Judah's bluff, a few months later, of course, And Judah ultimately declares that she's more righteous than he is, and she's listed in the genealogy of the Lord Jesus Christ. She's listed in the salvation message. This is messy. This is saints among sinners. And then there's Rahab. She's not posing. She is a prostitute. She's the prostitute for the city of Jericho. Apparently that was a public service there. You can... Look this up in the book of Joshua. But Joshua is ready to invade Jericho, and he sends spies to the city of Jericho. Now, Rahab, not because of some religious moment, but simply out of an act of self-preservation, she hides the spies in her home when, when those that are looking for them come, come to find them. She hides them, and she's promised and later granted safety when the Israelites vanquish Jericho. She, Rahab the prostitute, is listed In the genealogy of our Lord Jesus Christ as the father of Boaz, who will become Ruth's husband. This is messy. This is real life stuff. Ruth also loses her husband. And when she loses her husband, she loses her security when he dies. This is all recorded in the book of Ruth. And she clings to her mother in law, Naomi. And so she travels not back to Moab, her home country, to get another husband, but she travels with Naomi to Naomi's homeland. Israel, And at the council of her mother-in-law, she places herself at the feet of a sleeping, wealthy man. Knowing that when he wakes up, he's going to say, oh, there's a beautiful maid at my feet. He does, and he marries her. And she's listed in the genealogy, after this little bit of chicanery and trickery, as the father of Obed, the grandfather of King David. This is a messy genealogy. This is a real genealogy. And then, of course, Bathsheba's in there too. Now, Bathsheba may not want to to have had an affair with King David. She was summoned and couldn't do anything but succumb. But she did have an affair with King David. You can find this in Samuel and the books of Chronicles. And the affair causes the death not only of her husband, but of the child that David impregnates her with. I'm telling you this is PG, right? She ultimately gives birth to Solomon, the king, and the great line of Davidic kings comes through her. This is messy. So, what the heck? Why? Why are these sinners and saints included in the genealogy of the Savior? Well, I would contend today that they are included because they are messy, because our lives are messy. Our lives are messy aren't like the christmas cards we send out god includes these messy folks to show us that the worst parts of us can be redeemed by the best part of him the majestic recovery of hope and fulfillment in god's promise and blessing in jesus christ we all have messes in our past and maybe in our right now we all have messes that maybe we think should disqualify us from god's blessing maybe some of us have have very difficult past behaviors or maybe we're struggling with behaviors right now maybe we've done something that we think in some way this is unforgivable it can never be forgiven and we'd like to be able to create a time machine and go backwards and undo what we've done or unbehave the way we've behaved we can't go back there and so we say well i might be disqualified from this maybe some of us have some stuff in our family history maybe somebody's included in our family tree so that doesn't fit right or maybe we've acted a certain way within our family that we know is not right and we think man maybe i should be disqualified from god's blessing or and i know it's true because some of us are here today certainly some of us are worshiping with us on the church online that have struggled with or are struggling with addictions and all the things that go with them you know because the the someone that's an addict usually isn't the best person to tell the truth they're not always the most accountable person and so maybe we say we all because the addictions we have or had maybe we're disqualified from the blessing of Jesus Christ or maybe we got some legal scenario on maybe we've cheated somebody maybe we're in some sort of lawsuit or something like that or maybe we have a bunch of personal issues (coughs) That makes us feel unacceptable or untrustworthy or unworthy of God's promise and blessing. And here's the good news, and this is what I came by to tell you. This is what I came by to tell you today, because it all boils down to this God does not disqualify anyone from the opportunity to receive their place in His family portrait. God does not disqualify you, me, or anyone else from the opportunity to receive their place in His family portrait. So don't disqualify yourself. Whatever you do, don't disqualify yourself because God's unwilling to do that. Except that the worst parts of your history, the part of you that will never make a Christmas card like millions that preceded us, can be woven into God's redemptive story. The genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham is the majestic recovery of hope and fulfillment in God's promise and blessing. So understand this christmas cannot be fully captured on a card it cannot be christmas in god's terms acknowledges that the worst parts of the human story including yours including mine are part of who he is there's no need to put a filter on it a photo filter on that there's no need to sanitize the days of your life because they're fully known and yet you're his beloved you're fully known and yet you're his beloved christmas is god's redeeming by his majestic power real people real messes real issues into his grand story of redemption write this in your mind christmas is not nostalgic yeah we've got all the lights around us we've got all the flowers around us we've got all the beautiful nativity up here but christmas is not nostalgic it's world and individual life reversing write this in your heart christmas redeems real lives you know like yours like mine christmas redeems our real issues our real messes it cleans them up christ doesn't come to make us feel good that's the part of the good news we celebrate we lit this fourth candle today because at christmas no matter how messy your life is no matter how uh, or goofed up your gene pool is no matter how far away from god you've taken yourself no matter how far away from god you have drifted by your own volition christmas offers you the opportunity to respond to jesus and join in his ongoing story christmas offers you your place in God's redemption story. Take it. Take it. Embrace the magnificent truth that our worth is not determined by the messiness of our past, but by the majestic power and the value of Christ's transformation and redemption in us. Christmas is your opportunity to take part in God's redemptive story. Praise the Lord. And will you pray with me? Lord God, we know that much in our lives falls short of your original purpose and plan for us. We thank you this day that through Jesus you have declared restoration to this messy and sin-filled world and welcome us back to full relationship with you. We praise you for your promises that you always fulfill and are honored that you give us today an eternal place with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you and amen.